I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. Well, the Biden administration is restarting the sale of onshore leases for oil and gas drilling after facing pressure to bring down record high gas prices. But these leases come with a little bit of a catch. What is the snag and how might it impact actual drilling and actual prices for the rest of us? Uh, Catherine Falders joins us now from ABC, correspondent out of Washington, D.C. Catherine, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so as we look at this, of course, this was a little bit of a reversal for the Biden administration in terms mm-hmm. of uh, these oil and gas leasing, particularly on federal lands. Uh, so obviously they're going to take some heat from the left flank of the of the base of the president's party. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there'll be other things from the other flank. Uh, but that's just part of being the president. But what does this actually do? What are we expecting to see as a result of this change? Yeah, so uh, look, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> Obviously, on the one hand, it's it's President Biden uh, backing off that campaign promise, um, saying that there would be no more drilling. Um, obviously, his administration is starting the sale of these leases. So well, what's happening is the government is putting 144,000 acres of public lands up for lease in nine states. Um, of course, this is also just before Earth Day. Um, yeah, but look, the, the administration is, is essentially saying they want to limit the impact of these leases. Um, they want to increase the royalty rate um, if it's received from companies for the first time ever. So if there's a first time ever lease by 50%. Um, and, and look, I, I think this comes as Biden is remaining under intense political pressure to show Americans he's working to lower prices at the pump as the war in Ukraine continues. In this case, it's by increasing domestic drilling. Um at the same time, he's come, he came into office with this ambitious climate change agenda. Um, much of his plans have been blocked by Congress um, as he's failed to get key climate legislation through the Senate. Um, but, but there's a lot going on here. Environmentalists are upset, saying the president's giving in to oil companies. The White House um, is also saying, you know, we kind of had our hands tied here because the other element to this is that a federal judge ruled the government had not given a rational explanation for stopping uh, these types of leases. Yeah. So as you look at that from the president's standpoint, it, it, it is a, a tough needle to thread to be sure. Uh, and obviously the environmental side being one, uh, it's also a little bit of a catch 22 in terms of uh, energy production and lowering the price. If you're increasing uh, the royalty by 50%, uh, I can't imagine that the uh, oil companies, the energy producers uh, aren't going to factor that in. And, and so 
is the president kind of playing in this, uh, sorry to the environmentalists, we're going to do this, but we're going to make it really hard for the uh, for the energy companies to actually do it. But then they can claim the, the point that, hey, we did it. We opened up some federal land. Uh, is this just an interesting uh, political catch-22? Yeah, and I think it's exactly that, um, that they're trying to toe this, uh, walk this fine line um, with exactly the scenario that you just laid out. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the gas prices. And even though President Biden has said this is Putin's price hike, uh, blaming it on, on, on Russia, of course, the right would blame it on, on Biden. Uh, but look, he has to essentially, uh, you know, look as though he is trying to do as much as he can. The administration is trying to do as much as they can to decrease gas prices, right? We saw last week uh, the president was on the road um, touting infrastructure, but also talking about ethanol in Iowa and how maybe that could help uh, bring some gas prices temporarily down um, over over the summer months, for example. So a lot, you know, going into this, especially as it's not just a portion of the country um, feeling the pain at the pump. I think really all Americans uh, can say they are seeing rising gas prices one way or another. So the administration is very aware of that and, the, and obviously the political consequences or not that come with that. Yeah, I, I think that uh, becomes the inter- interesting debate in terms of uh, mm-hmm. the fees, the costs. Uh, and then, of course, you have the uh, the red tape components in terms of just the, the process of uh, one thing to buy the lease. It's another thing to be able to, to clear all the environmental hurdles. Uh, and so as you look at this, uh, again, it's fraught with a lot of political peril in there for sure. Uh, but is there a path? Is this the beginning of a different kind of conversation where we can balance and say, OK, we can be responsible stewards of the environment uh, and uh, we can provide for the needs and make sure that the American people aren't feeling quite such pain at the pump? Potentially. And I think that is is what the president is trying to do here. Uh, open the doors to, to that type of conversation. I think you've already seen um, environmental groups are, are upset about this and have come out against this. Of course, the White House is saying that their hands were tied. They had no choice. Uh, but I think that the idea is to have that sort of conversation. So look, we'll just have to see what happens. Um, we could, it could be as early as today that we see uh, some of these leases. Um, but I know that uh, industry experts at least have said that it could take many months to, um, until new drilling, for example, would produce uh, additional supply. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely a conversation that is going to be, be around uh, for a while, especially as President Biden came in with the ambitious uh, climate agenda. Yeah. Uh, final thought, uh, Catherine, anything else that you're mm-hmm. looking for, anything else we should be watching for uh, when Congress gets back into session next week and uh, as this debate continues to roll forward? Yeah, that's a great question. I think we'll hear uh, a lot about uh, this, a lot about infrastructure, a lot about President Biden's uh, agenda. Uh, I also think something else to uh, be watching is um, the uh, investigation on January 6th that has continued quietly behind the scenes as as Congress has been out of session. So uh, that's kind of uh, a lot on that on that spectrum. But uh, but I know that they'll have a busy a busy time when they come back to work. All right. Fantastic. Catherine Falders, ABC News correspondent in Washington, D.C. Catherine, thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Uh, So some really interesting things uh, that Catherine pointed out there. So just so you can be really clear, as you hear all of the uh, mantras that will be out there, 
spanning from uh, far-left environmentalists to far-right Republicans in terms of what this all is and what this all means. So the administration has restarted selling some of these leases, oil and gas leases, on federal lands. Uh, and that was something that the president had campaigned that he would end. It's one that he did end by executive order uh, in the early days of his administration. Uh, we know that the uh, there was a, uh, a court ruling that said there, there wasn't a good reason to stop that. And so they needed to start them anyway. Uh, and so they are going to do that. But they are also increasing... The royalty, so that is the royalty that would be paid from energy companies to the federal government. Uh, and this is the first time uh, they've gone up in a, uh, a long time, almost, I think, back into the tw- 1920s. Uh, but it's a 50% increase. And so if the goal is really to lower energy costs and to, to lower what uh, Americans are feeling uh, in terms of natural gas and uh, at the pump, uh, having a 50% increase in the royalties that are due from energy companies, that doesn't seem like that is going to help lower the cost. Uh, it's also very clear that the Biden administration is uh, is not going to change in terms of the regulatory hurdles that energy companies has, have to go through in terms of being able to actually produce on those leases. One thing to purchase the lease, then you have to go through all all of the red tape uh, and the regulatory hurdles before you can actually start producing. Often that takes uh, millions of dollars and years and years uh, to get through all of those different hurdles. Uh, and so it's one thing to, to make the announcement. It's another thing uh, to to actually be able to have it make a difference in some way. And, and this is one of those things that I think politically uh, the president may be trying to have his cake and eat it too. Uh, he may be trying to please everybody. Now he's he's upsetting some on the left saying, hey, you know, having more of those leases is not good for the environment. So the environmental lobby is, is not happy with that. Yet the president can say, look, we're uh, doubling the we're 50 percent increase on the royalties. And so that's going to discourage a, a lot of new production. Uh, and but yet they can claim the win of, hey, we open this back up. Uh, so ultimately, there's a lot of catch 22s in there. And it's one of those where if you're trying to please everybody, you may please nobody. Uh, and just have a lot of frustration factor in the end. But we're going to continue to follow all of that. Obviously, it has a big impact here in the state of Utah on federal lands. Uh, and again, these are federal lands. This is not putting an oil rig under delicate arch. Uh, and my point is, look, we can do this in a responsible and reasonable way, given all the dynamics, everything that's going on in the world. There are ways to do this, uh, and no one will do it better, cleaner, or more efficiently uh, than the United States of America will. And so at this point, we have to look at that and make sure we find the right solutions. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, how's the child tax credit impacting your taxes this year? Patrick Brown from the Ethics and Public Policy Center joins us to talk about it coming up next. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.